Here we go on our Tuesday night and Thursday night weekday devotions. We're still in uh, the series uh, Planted. And so uh, you got to check out part one. That was uh, where we talked about, uh, uh, opened up to talking about being planted and what it means to be planted. Uh, Part two, uh, we talked about the end of that scripture in Jeremiah 17, 18, uh, where it says uh, that we will never uh, cease to yield fruit. And we talked about always watching for the fruit and how different seasons in our life uh, produces different fruit and how sometimes we think we're not being fruitful or we think that God's not at work, but that's because we're looking for the wrong fruit and that something grows in every season. And we talked about how in Idaho, there there is something that grows in Idaho farms every single season from January to December every year, there's something that grows. But sometimes we're looking for things that, that, that we want to grow, but it's not the season for that to grow. So anyway, you got to go back to part two from planted uh, for all of that. Uh, but this is part three. And the thing about part three that we're going to focus in on is planted in position that, that, that we talked about in part one, how planting is an intentional thing. Nothing is planted somewhere by accident. And so I've been planted purposely in the position where I currently am. So I've been planted purposely in position and where the scripture comes from uh, is uh, Jeremiah 17, seven through eight. I'll just read it. Blesses the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. This is new King James version for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and it will not fear when heat comes but it leaves its leaves will remain green it will not be anxious in the year of drought nor will it cease yielding fruit and the part we're talking about tonight again is planted uh purposely in position and when we talk about this tree being planted it says it's planted in a specific place that is is planted by the waters right it says it's this tree uh so we those of us who trust god and whose hopes in god that we will be like a tree that is purposely planted near the water. The thing about that that's so important about that is the fact that it says that position of the tree is close to the source of life, nutrients, and care for the tree. He says you'll be like a tree that's planted right by the water, meaning that you're planted purposely in a position that's going to have you close to the source of life, the source of nutrients, the source of nourishment, the source of care that's going to give you everything that you need. And as we're doing these uh, Sunday things and these uh, weekday devotions, we have these statements that we're making. And so write the statement down. This is a statement that you're going to have to have is that I am planted close to and with easy access to the source of everything I need to flourish in any type of circumstance or situation. I'm going to say it again because I talk fast and it's a long sentence and I'm looking on Zoom and Crystal and Sierra both like, yeah, yeah, you got to slow down. I got to say it again. Here we go. Here's the statement. I am planted close to the source and with easy access to the source of everything I need to flourish in any type of external situation or circumstance. I think I switched it up a little bit the second time around. I'm going to say it again. Here we go. I am planted close to and with easy access to the source of everything I need to flourish in any type of circumstance or situation. You can get that back on the playback because I got to say it again. I'm going to say it one more time. It's the third time. I, because it's important that we say this and you got to hear it. I am planted close to and with easy access to the source of everything I need to flourish in any type of situation or circumstances. I have been purposely planted when I trust God. I've been purposely planted when my hope is in him. I've been purposely planted close to the source 
source that's going to give me everything that I need that's going to cause me to flourish and be okay no matter what circumstance or situation that I'm facing. Now watch this. Here we go. Two points for tonight when it comes to that. Number one, with that I'm planted by the rivers of by, by the river, right? Planted by the waters, right? So I'm planted close to it. This is trying to explain to me that when my trust is in God, when my hope is in God, that I am close to God, that I am planted close to him, that God is not far from me, that we have to understand that God is not somewhere off afar, that we've got to search and got to find and got to figure out where is God and all this stuff. You don't have to figure out where he is in any situation you find yourself in life. You need to know that he's right there with you, that the Holy Spirit is inside of you, that God is close to you and that you're close to God and he's right with you. You may feel like he's far and you may be saying, God, where are you in this? God, are you with me? I'm going to tell you right now before you even ask that question that the answer to that question is always yes. Yes, he is with you. He is right by you. Turn to Matthew 1, 21 and 23. Matthew 21, uh, Matthew 1, sorry, Matthew 1, 21 through 23. Matthew 1, 21 through 23. Uh, and I'll read it uh, for those who may not be able to get to it now. Uh, 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 so he, he, here's what it says. 21, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Watch this, because he will save his, he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This scripture is explaining to us that Jesus came. Number one, it says he will save his people from their sins and that you will call him, that they will call him Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus came so that God could be near to us us so that God could dwell with us so that God could be near to us. So we've got to remember that God's not far from me. Now watch this. God is also near to you in your struggles, that God is not afar from you when you struggle and not just close to you when you struggle, but we serve a high priest. This is what the Bible says. Go to uh, Hebrews four fifteen. that Jesus can relate to the temptation and the trials that you face. Hebrews 4.15, God is near you in your struggles. Watch this, Hebrews 4.15, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. It's one thing if God is high, lofty, and can't relate to the fact that you've been tempted, but it says that Jesus, our high priest, was tempted at every point the same way we were. He is close to us even in our temptation. He understands it. I'm right there with you. I get how hard it is. That's good news right there. All right, so again, close to the source, right? Watch this, Romans eight fifteen. At the end of this I call. I'll make sure that I read all these scriptures out in case people want to go back and listen. Or I guess if you're listening in the pocket, you got to just push pause. Romans eight fifteen. Romans eight fifteen. Here we go. It says, "For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father." Listen, that's close. You don't adopt somebody who's far away from you. I'm trying to get us to understand that we've been that when we trust God and when our hope is in Him, that it says we will be like a tree planted by the water, meaning that you are not far from God. James 4, 8 says that if you draw near to God, God will draw near to you. And that doesn't mean that God is ever afar from you and that he wants you to draw near to him before he starts coming close to you. That just means that it talks more so about our responsibility when it comes to drawing close to God, that the minute you start drawing close to God, you're going to realize how close he is to you. It's our, that, so it talks about our responsibility. That talks about our obligation. It talks about our duty and, and, and what it means for us when we uh, wake up in the morning. And, and if you're going through 
a day and like, gosh, I don't feel God here. Grind it out and get close. Maybe you need to say an extra prayer. Maybe you need to sit in the car a little bit longer and pray. Maybe you need to open up the Bible and read a few extra scriptures. Maybe you need to call somebody. But the whole point is the fact that God is close to us. Even if we feel like he's not, we need to just keep, continue to draw close to him and we will begin to feel that he's close to us. So that's point number one as far as being planted by the water is that God is not far from me. God is close to me and we should, we should feel uh, uh, that comfort. We should feel that peace. We should feel joy knowing that whatever we're going through, God is still right there close to me. The second point about being a tree planted by the water is the easy access you have to something that you're near to. You have easy access to something that you're near to. I, there's a, outside of my office, there's a, there's, a, there's a restroom right here on the second floor. I have easy access to that restroom because it's right near me. Access to the restroom down by the kitchen is not easy because I've got to walk out the door, then i got to go down the stairs, and then I uh, open up that door, then I'm in that, that, in that restroom. The easier one is the one that I'm close to. We have easy access to the things that we are close to. And if God is close to me, I have easy access to him. Write down uh, uh, Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. Uh, 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 we just read Hebrews 4, 15, but the next verse over says, let, watch this, he says, tempted at all points as we are yet without sin. But 16 says, let us therefore come what? Boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. That means we can come to God. We have easy access to God that we can come boldly to his throne of grace. Watch this, that there isn't a specific time that we need to come to God. There isn't a specific place that we, no, no, there isn't a specific season in life. There isn't a specific thing we've got to do. No, no, it says come boldly to the throne of grace that we can obtain mercy and find grace to help win in a time of need. Meaning any time that I am in need, I can come boldly to the throne of grace. Meaning I have easy access 24-7. Listen, you don't even have to call me to pray for you. Like you have access to the, it's, watch this, watch this. It's easier for you to get to God quicker if you would just talk to him than trying to call me, make sure that I'm available, make sure that I can do it, and then I pick up, and now we got to hear, but we're talking, then we got to pray. No, you have easier access than that. You can go straight to him. It says that let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace and we don't have to come weak. We don't. And as far as boldly, not boldly and I'm going to tell God what to do, but I can come and not feel ashamed. I can come and not feel uh, uh, the heavy weight of, of burdens and then I'm doing this and I feel ashamed because of that and I got guilt because of this and well God no, no, I don't have to come like that. I can come confident in the fact that I'm close to my God and my God is close to me and that I can approach his throne of grace to find mercy and to find grace in my time of need. Anytime that I'm in time of need, I don't need. Now, here's the thing. Again, I'm all down for accountability stuff. You know, people can work out and exercise on their own, but for some reason, people like doing it with partners and, and trainers, and it helps them to keep their routine. If it helps you to pray when someone's praying with you, if it helps you to to, 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 to read your word and to think on, on these things, you know, when we, to, to have a group devotion and by all means be in a group devotion, but don't get it twisted. You have easy access and it is quicker for you just to go right to the father than to try to come through somebody else or come, come through me or anybody else like that. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, another scripture, uh, uh when we talk about easy access, first Timothy two, five, 
First Timothy 2.5, you can write that down. It talks about that there is only one mediator between God and man, and that's Jesus. There's not a whole lot of hoops we got to jump through. Again, there's not a whole lot of people you have to call in order to get access to God. Jesus is that intercessor, and thank God he's the mediator. Thank goodness he intercedes for us and he prays for us. I wonder what it's like for Jesus to pray for us. We got to understand that he does. He prays for us before the Father, and it is such a a blessing to know that, that, that it, and listen, I grew up Catholic, but we don't have to have this confession and I don't have to, you know, say certain prayers for and certain things in the rosary and stuff like that. Like, I don't have to do that. There's only one mediator between me and God and that's Jesus. And that is a blessing. Again, those who trust him, those who have their hope will be like a tree that is planted by the water, meaning we are close to the source. The source is not far from us. God is right there with us. Uh, and number two, we have easy access to him. Easy access to. Him. Now, remember, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this scripture in Second Peter uh, 1, 3, that by his divine power, God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by his glory and virtue. This means that because I'm close to the source and because I have easy access, this is what it means when it says, I will not fear when heat comes. Not that my life won't have these moments where I experience heat. I'm just not going to be afraid when heat comes comes. Why? Because I'm near the source of all things, who's, who's given me all things pertaining to life and godliness. I'm near the source of nourishment. I'm near the source of care. I'm near a source that will give me everything that I need, right? So when the heat comes, not that I won't go through the heat, the heat will come. Life will get hot sometimes. Things will get hot sometimes. There will be uncomfortable situations, situations that make that, that, that normally will take a, 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 the tree and make it brown, will make its leaves brown. But it says that its leaves will always be green. It's so funny that we can go through, go through some things in life and it doesn't even look like we're going through anything. Somebody will look at you and be like, I wonder why things always look like it works out great for Crystal. Crystal seems like she's got just an easy breezy life. And Crystal will look at you and say, no, 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 no. I got heat the same way you get heat. My leaves are just always green because I'm planted by the source. Sierra said that somebody hit her up the other day, uh, either a text message or something saying, how come you, you know, you and Rick are just so perfect. There's nothing wrong with that man. He's like, no, we go through heat the same way everybody else does. It's just that the leaves look green because it's not affected when the heat comes. We go through the same heat. We all do, but because we're planted close to the source, watch this, and we have the nourishment and the care and and, and, and its roots grow deep and spreads out to the... See, the, see, that's the other thing, too. You can be planted by the river, but your roots gotta go deep. You gotta be rooted and grounded and your roots gotta... You can be planted by that river but and by the water, but your roots gotta go deep and spread out, like the scripture says. The tree's roots spread out to the river, and that you get further rooted and grounded. Let me tell you something. We all know it is not easy to trust God all the time. It's not easy for us to say, my hope is in the Lord. But the more rooted and grounded you are in the word, the more rooted and grounded you are in your faith, the more you think back on what God has done for you before, the easier it becomes to trust him with things you're going through now and things you'll go through in the future. And so when your roots are spread down deep and, you, and, you, and you're doing that work, listen, you got to dig up some dirt. You got to plant some things. You got to water it. It's got to be nursed. And then you will see the roots start to grow. And then once the roots start to grow and it taps into that river, it, it, you've got a connection to the source. And so when the heat comes, your leaves will always be green. Yes, we go through heat. Yes, I go through heat. Oh, Rick, you're always smiling. You always seem to be upbeat. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean I don't go through stuff. I go through stuff all the time. There's some things I get upset about that I'm disappointed about that I'm really, really uh, angry with and, and, and have issues with and things like that. But you, when you look at it and the leaf just seems to be green, it's because I'm connected close to the source. I'm close to the source and I'm connected to it. Watch this. It will not be 
be anxious. This is uh, the New King James Version. It will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease uh, from yielding fruit. Now, again, we talked about not cease from yielding fruit, but not anxious in the year of drought. That there may be times where you have plenty, and there may be times when this just seems like there's not enough to go around. But it's not going to make me anxious. Why? Because I'm already connected to the source that nourishes me, the source that cares for me. And so some folks may, listen, they may be going through a drought, but if you're connected to the source, that source will make sure that you have everything that you need in that year of drought. We all go through a year of drought. We all go through when the heat comes. But because we're planted by the waters and our roots go deep and the roots spread out to the river to make sure that we're connected to the source, we have everything we need. But again, that's the blessing. Watch this. That's the blessing of the man. Let's go back to verse 7. That's the blessing of the person who what? Who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Listen, the key to all that stuff, because it sounds good, always yielding fruit. Leaves are always green. Doesn't matter when the heat come. I'm by the river. All that sounds good. But let me tell you something. That is that is the, the portion. That's the lot. That is the blessing of the man who trusts in the Lord. And so when we trust in God and when our hope is in God and we're walking that out and we're even struggling with sometimes where it doesn't feel like, I, I don't know, God, I don't know about this, but I'm going to trust you. When we do that, we're that tree. We're like that tree. So so, so that part doesn't come first and then you start trusting to put your hope in. No, no, no. We got to trust to put our hope in first and then that's the blessing of the person. And I, and I get it. When I'm talking about a blessing, that blessing right there in verse 8, all that stuff, that's better than any material blessing anybody can try to bribe you with spiritually <laughs> when they say oh you just got the blessing is going to be this or the blessing is going to be that car the blessing is going to be this house no 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 no. the blessing is going to be the fact that when the heat comes my leaves are always green that i never cease to yield fruit that's a blessing I, somewhere in ephesians we'll talk about this where it says that god has blessed us with all spiritual blessings all spirit that's a spiritual blessing when i'm not anxious when the year of drought when i never cease to yield fruit listen when i don't fear when heat comes that's a spiritual blessing i would rather take those spiritual blessings anytime over a material blessing. I don't want to cheapen God to just being like a vending machine, put the money in, select what I want, and then he gives me what I want. I don't need those material blessings. That's cheaper than God. When he gives you those spiritual blessings, it doesn't matter what your physical need is because you've been blessed spiritually. You're going to make, he's going to make sure that everything you need in this life physically is already taken care of. Don't forget 2 Peter 1.3. He has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. And so we've got to trust and we've got to have our hope in him, and we will see those blessings, those spiritual blessings uh, made manifest um, in our lives. So uh, well, I went a little bit long uh, uh, tonight, but I think that's okay. You guys didn't seem like you like you were too concerned one way or the, or the other. Did you guys have anything you wanted to ask or share anything before I close out in prayer? You can just shake your head, no, if you don't. If you do, unmute. You guys look good, 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 good. Let's pray. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for our devotion tonight, Lord God. Thank you for those uh, on uh, the Zoom call, Lord God. We ask that you bless us, Lord God. Let us meditate on Jeremiah uh, 17, 7 through 8, Lord God, and all the scriptures that were laid out tonight, Lord God, so that we can be like tree, Lord, like the tree planted by the waters, Lord God, that we can live this out, Lord God, and it can be uh, manifested in our lives, Lord God. Help us to trust you through everything, Lord God. Bless those, Lord God, right now who are working, Lord God, at hospitals and at grocery stores and all the essential workers all over the place, Lord. 
Lord God. We pray that you keep them safe, Lord God. Anyone who is sick, Lord God, right now with the coronavirus or any type of illness, the Heavenly Father, we pray, Lord God, that they feel your arms of comfort, love, peace, and joy wrapped around them, the Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you are turning things around, Lord God, and continuing to turn things around, Lord God, as your people cry out to you, Lord God. Help us to uh, be focused on you, Lord God. Help us, the Heavenly Father, to uh, stay close to you, Lord God, to know that we're close to you, the Heavenly Father, and help us to feel that, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.